You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. You're as cold as ice. You're willing to sacrifice our love. All right, everyone, we're back with another episode of the Ice Cold Takes podcast. Last week, we had the lottery take place, and the Rangers wound up with the 15th pick. So today, we'll discuss what they should do with said pick. So we went into the lottery with a 1% chance of getting the first overall pick and like a 1% to 2% chance of getting the second overall pick. So it was very unlucky, likely that we were going to win the lottery for a third straight year, and... Um, as it turned out, the order of the lottery stayed pretty much the same up until the end when the Kraken took the second overall pick over the Ducks and the Buffalo Sabres maintained the first overall selection. So that's big for them. Uh, there's no, there's no uh, moving up for the Rangers. There's not going to be like a, uh, you know, the Rangers win the first or the second overall pick and then trade it to Buffalo for Jack Eichel and then <laughs> Two and we get Eichel. It's not going to happen. We're, we're stuck with the 15th pick. So I don't know. What do you think? Should we trade it? I mean, coming into first, I want to say I feel like we haven't recorded in like so long. I know. <laughs> wow. we, we pre recorded some of our things. Yeah. Yeah. So it's good to be back. <laughs> um, but I don't like going into the offseason. I remember telling you that like I didn't even want this pick. Like I would just like trade it just for something, some little pieces. But I think there's some some pretty cool guys that we can look at at the 15th spot in this draft. I mean, obviously, we don't know too much about them because we haven't done too much research on these guys. But I don't know. I don't see a problem with trading it, to be honest with you. Like if – especially if, like, Dolan obviously wants to go in the direction of being a contender in the next couple years or, or in next year um, – I think that you could definitely use that piece in in a trade, uh, especially because we have so many guys in the pipeline. Like, what's the point in putting another guy in the pipeline when you already have so much depth there? Um, So I don't really see the need for it, but I think it definitely could bolster a position that we're looking at. Um, We could definitely draft a center there. That would be ready in in maybe one or two years. But... I don't know. I think whatever they do with the pick, I think it'll be, it'll be fine. Like if they trade it for something, I'll be happy. If they draft a center, if they draft a defenseman, I'll be fine with it. One name I was looking at was Carson Lambos. Cause in, I don't know if everyone else knows, but in uh, NHL, uh, the fantasy, <laughs> the fantasy mode, if you draft that guy, it turns out to be a beast. So Carson Lambos at 15 would be pretty cool. <laughs> yeah, this thing, uh, this uh, article I'm looking at has him ranked really low. And really? And NHL had, like, he's, like, a top five pick. And I've seen him ranked, like, top five in this year's draft. Like, other people have done that. He's ranked 22 in the Sporting News article. 
That's not bad. And on this one, he's, he's picked at 16. So, okay. plus, it I, sounds like he's Greek. So, like, let's go. Oh, my God. <laughs> I, I would I would definitely draft a center with this pick. We, we uh, bypassed Hendricks LaPierre last season. And at first, I was upset. But you know what? Braden Schneider is a beast. So, I'm happy with that pick. I would, I would, I wouldn't be mad with this uh, Atu Ratty guy from from the Finnish league. Yeah, he's really good in NHL as well, in NHL 20, 21. <laughs> and then uh, apparently this Svechkov guy, Fedor Svechkov. I don't even know if I'm pronouncing his name right. Uh, Stat Boy Steven said that he's pretty good, so I guess he must be pretty good. <laughs> um, but I just don't want to fall into a trap where you know you have the Kraken. The, the new expansion team coming into the league this season and you fall into the trap that so many other teams, you know, fell into where, for example, like Stat Boy Steven talked about this too. The Anaheim Ducks, they traded their like first rounder. They traded like Shea Theodore to the Golden Knights so that they wouldn't select Josh Manson. And look at Shea Theodore, like he's a beast. I don't know if they selected him or if they traded for him, but the, the point still remains. Like there's teams that are like bending over trying to get the, the like the new team to not select their best players. I don't really see that happening with the Rangers. I don't see a guy that they would really, really want to protect. Maybe Gauthier, but I mean, Howden and Hayek, I wouldn't have a problem with them selecting it and just losing them for nothing. I, I honestly wouldn't. There's, they don't have a lot of value to, Decent players, but not much we could get back in a trade. So oh, yeah, so that's the thing. Like, I don't think we would be one of those teams that would do something like brash like that because we don't have like that star player that's on on that block. You know what I mean? Like, right. so uh, like if we had like a guy like maybe even Miller on on there or or Lindgren or Bucevic, or someone like that, like, we definitely would have made some moves to try and keep him back. But, like, I I get the Gauthier thing. Like, I I want him too, but I think that we just have so much depth on the wings that if we lose him, it won't be the end of the world. So, you know what I mean? Um, Gauthier was a center. That would be ideal. It would be really nice. Well, yeah. (laughs) I still don't know if he would have cracked a lineup last season because of Quinn, but. (laughs) Yeah, probably not. I don't know. Or, or, I mean, he, I mean, Howden played a lot of wing last year, right? Yeah, he's played. He played well, uh, and even the season before, he played on the wing uh, a good amount. And I think he was like a completely different player on the wing than in the center position. I don't know if they end up keeping Howden this year. Maybe try him out on the wing a little bit more. See what happens. I have no idea, but. Hopefully the Kraken select him and we're not we, we don't have to worry about it. Also, like on that note, I wanna address something that's like so it's like hilarious, but also super annoying. Like there's these like Twitter pages that'll like change their name to like New York Rangers and they'll post like official. The New York Rangers have decided have like hired Gerard Gallant. And like these tweets, it's not even like I just see them on Twitter. Like they pop up in my notifications for some reason. And I see them like as a notification on my phone. And I'm like, what? What? Like I saw one of them, especially. I saw a Gallant one. That was like the Rangers. I did too. 
and I was like, what? That's crazy. And I open it up and then I see three F's in the official. And yes, then like, the guy's yeah. name was like all messed up. I was like, geez. Yeah, yeah. And then I, I, saw, saw, I, saw, I saw another yeah. one. It was like <laughs> the Rangers trade Brett Howden and Libor Hayek for Jack Eichel. I was like, bruh. <laughs> Ever. Never. Also, an update on the Jack Eichel front. Kiriako sent me a text yesterday. Someone, oh, it was Elliot Friedman. He went on a, a radio show, right? And um, he was saying one of the writers out there in the West was saying the Kings are have a greater than 0% chance of being out on, on Eichel, meaning the guy that is writing it is getting that information told from somebody else. That's what he said greater than 0% chance, like a very, very small chance that they are in hit on him, like going to make a deal for him. So I think the Rangers are in the clear to, to make a trade. Minnesota might be another team to look out for because they have like guys like Matthew Boldy, Marco Rossi. Those are guys that are enticing. They don't need I, I wouldn't say like they don't need, but their squad is set right now. And if they add a guy like Eichel without giving up like a Kaprizov or Erickson Eck, they're going to be dangerous next year. So I'd say the Rangers and Minnesota are the two teams that, you know, are that could possibly make a deal for Eichel. And I've even seen Montreal with um, some of their prospects like being shipped out to, to Buffalo. And that would be crazy. I've seen Montreal too. I mean, I think if Eichel has any say in this, which I don't know if he will, uh, I think he definitely would pick the Rangers, like without a doubt. Like, oh, yeah. If there if there's a deal that he can make to go to the Rangers, he's gonna make it. Uh, I I don't know if Buffalo's even gonna listen to the kid <laughs> at all, but I think if if they give their superstar any sort of choice, he's picking the Rangers, no doubt. Uh, so I don't know. I'm not. I don't know. We'll see what happens. I think that if a deal's going to happen, it's going to be with the Rangers, to be honest with you. I don't see them making a deal with anyone else, but I don't know. We'll see. I will say that I'm getting extremely scared of the Islanders because of how, how well they're doing in the playoffs. They made that series against Boston look pretty easy. Not going to lie. To I mean, be honest with you, I don't think Boston was too strong. Not this year. Not this year. Definitely not this year. Boston. They've had de- they've had stronger years, and uh, I think they're starting to crumble a little bit. Like we is on his way out. He's a free agent this offseason. Dude, we smacked him around in the se- in in the regular season. To oh, be honest I, with yeah, you, yeah, we did smack him around, but they also smacked us around a couple times. Well, yeah. yeah, I mean that's that's granted. Like they're definitely going to, but like we've had some showings where they couldn't even get like a couple shots. Right, like like it was crazy. We had the home ice game. Uh, it was like we had a six goal performance, and then the game where uh, King K got the shutout it was a four nothing shutout. Right, that one in Boston, and the last game too, we played really well. I mean, the problem with Boston, I think, is they never had depth scoring. Really, they always had their their top line, and when their top line went silent, they couldn't they couldn't win any yeah. series. Right, all the lines but- were defensive. Right, but this season they had that balance with the Hall line, that Hall, Krejci, and Smith line, I think it was. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's- and they, they, I was looking at a graph. I think it was, like, in the season before Hall went there, they had about, like, 70% of their, their scoring was from their top line. Wow. And then 
when Hall came, it dropped down to 35 and Hall's line had 33 or something like, and then the second and fourth line had whatever. And that's, that's, that's really good. Like that was awesome. But yeah. So, but what happened was in that, that, that Islander series, like that Hall line could not get going. I think Hall had like one goal in the last eight, like eight periods. No, it was like, I forget what it was. But Hall didn't show up for those last couple games against the Islanders, and they kind of bit it. But I wouldn't put it on him. I think he played great with them. Oh and yeah, everyone's yeah, he's definitely going back there this this season. I think. Yeah, I think so. I think so too. Yeah. No, I mean, I th- I think he played great there. All the, like I know a couple of Bruins fans. They all love him. Like <laughs> they love him more than they they love like Pasternak and Bergeron at this point. <laughs> I mean, so, he's happy there too. It's such a big difference from going from Buffalo to Boston, like an unprofessional organization to one of the most professional. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's kind of hard not to like where where he is right now. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because yeah. he bounced around from Edmonton to the Devils, to the Coyotes, and now the Sabres. Those are all terrible, like poorly run organizations. Yeah, this is his first, other than that one year with the Devils, this is his first like real playoffs. Yeah, yeah. I mean, mean, last year with Arizona, but like, uh, oh, Arizona too. Yeah, but that was, I don't even know. I can't even remember if they made it past the playing round. I think they did, but, uh, I mean, Paul had a had a good uh, conclusion to the end of his season. I definitely don't think he's getting as much money as he got on the one year deal this season because he had such a rough season. But. You know, he's going to get, like, a six-year extension with, with Boston. Yeah, I think so, too. Boston, for sure. All right. All right. So, now. Well, I Okay. I wanted oh. to say, like, the Islanders were scaring me. And yeah. you know, I don't want to say it, but, like, I, I'm, I'm thinking it. Like, what if they win this year? <laughs> you don't think it's going to happen. But, uh... I mean, I think there's a very good chance that it could happen. You know what I mean? But if that happens, I'll take it back to the Eichel thing. If that happens, James Dolan is going to be very pissed off and he's going to like pretty much force Jury to trade for Eichel no matter what. If that <laughs> happens, that's all I wanted to say. Something, <laughs> something for the listeners to think about. I mean, yeah, I mean, you have a point. There's definitely some sort of, uh, I mean, there's obviously a rivalry, but there's definitely some sort of, um, thing that goes on with upper management when they see rivals win <laughs> but okay so you have you have the Islanders you have Tampa who they're playing then you have Vegas and they're playing Montreal who do you see coming out of each series okay if Montreal beats Vegas I will never ever underestimate them ever again I underestimated them in the first round against the Leafs I underestimated them in the second round against the Jets and they swept them. And I am underestimating them now against the the Vegas Golden Knights. If they win that, I'm just gonna say Montreal is gonna win it, honestly. I, right. I, I I don't know. If they could beat if they beat Vegas, unbelievable, man. That that's gonna be crazy. You know, I I think that definitely people underestimate them. And I saw a tweet, it was like we just saw like this performance, this like amazing performance by Montreal only to count them out in the next round again, because we haven't learned our lesson. Right. Exactly. <laughs> you know what I mean? But I think that Vegas is one of those teams 
you look at the first round, they beat Minnesota, who is a much similar team to Montreal in, in regards of like playoff style hockey. You know what I mean? And they were that grindy team that wasn't really supposed to be there, but like they held their own, you know what I mean? And they took them to seven games or six games. And then, and then Vegas went on and beat the favorite of the avalanche in six games. You know what I mean? So I think that Vegas has a really good chance to close this one out. Uh, but I definitely don't see Montreal like laying, laying down on this one. They're definitely going to give a fight, but I don't I don't know. They might squeak through, but I think that, only only because I've seen Vegas beat a team like Minnesota with all the hype around them during the playoffs and all the like the, the like underdog spirit that they had and they still managed to close them out. That's the only reason I can see them beating Montreal. If they haven't done that yet, I don't know if I could trust them against Montreal, hmm. but I think I I I just really want them to win the cup. <laughs> I do. T- I want is, is what I want. Yeah. <laughs> so. But then again, like you see the uh, freaking Tampa Bay, I thought they were going to have a tough series against the, the Hurricanes. Tampa Bay is looking real good this playoff. Yeah. Yeah. You heard what Dougie Hamilton said, huh? <laughs> they didn't take, they're not taking it for granted. I didn't hear what Hamilton said, but like, he was like, they, he, he was like, yeah, I mean, we lost to a team that was $18 million over the cap. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah. I mean, honestly, for real. Uh, like Tampa Bay is looking really good. They're they're not like having a Stanley Cup hangover kind of thing in the in like the year after they won the cup. It's incredibly difficult to win two cups in a row. We went like the the Red Wings in the nineties or or oh, wait, wait, wait. No. What was it? Yes, it was the Red Wings in the nineties or in the Penguins in the early nineties that won back to back cups and went all the time until the Penguins won two in a row. What about the Islanders that won four in a row? That's in the 80s, but that's different. The, the, the salary cap era was different back then. Okay, fair. The salary cap era, it's like pretty damn near impossible. It's kind of a bummer that we got to see like the two same the same two teams from last year playing the, the like the conference finals or whatever they call them, the semifinals now. Um, I hate I I hate the Islanders. I think they have a realistic chance. I think that series is going seven. Six or seven, for sure. I mean, it's cool now because neither of these teams have played each other. Except for the, um, the, the, those the, those two teams have. They played last year. No, I mean, like, in terms of this season. Like, no, none of these teams oh, yeah, have yeah, played yeah, each yeah, other yeah. this season. Okay, gotcha. So, it's, it's I, pretty cool to see. I think that Montreal-Vegas series is pretty cool because it's, like, they're from different conferences. Uh-huh. They're, they're not even – it's not even the finals. Yeah, I, I would have been, I would have been a little weirded out if we had a like double Eastern team, uh, or double Western team, play uh Stanley Cup final, which could still happen. We could have mm-hmm. Montreal and and the Islanders, but oh, that would be double Eastern. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which would be weird, but <laughs> Montreal and the Islanders or Montreal Tampa. Right. Right. Yeah. I think I think the Montreal Vegas thing is is really really uh, cool because okay so the Golden Knights they drafted Nick Suzuki and then they traded him for Max Pacioretty yeah and that's like a, an interesting dynamic uh, actually I saw this post on Instagram it was the Winnipeg Jets had the 13th pick which was used to eventually select Nick Suzuki. 
they had that pick and they traded it to the Golden Knights so that they wouldn't select Marco Dano or Tobias Enstrom. So instead, they picked Chris Thorburn uh, in the expansion draft. And then they selected with the 13th pick they received from that trade, Nick Suzuki, who they then traded for Max Pacioretty. That was just a terrible move by Winnipeg. They could have had a free Nick Suzuki, honestly. <laughs> and uh, and given up one of those two guys, that really wouldn't have mattered. Right, exactly. Like Marco Dano's in the AHL, I believe, and Tobias Enstrom's not even in, in the league anymore. Right, he's he's somewhere else. Um, and you you're looking for Winnipeg. You could have a center core of Shifley, Dubois, and Nick Suzuki. And like, come on, man, that's that's <laughs> that's, that's that's awesome. Yeah, great. you're right. Even with even even with the line A trade, they're still looking good on the center the center chart. Yeah, so be be smart with your expansion draft. <laughs> yeah, exactly. The Rangers don't need to make. Going back to what we were saying before about the 15th pick, we don't need to force a trade if we don't want to. The only reason, the only thing I could see them trading that 15th pick is in an Eichel deal, and yeah. I don't know how valuable the. Well, I don't know how much the the Sabers would value that pick. Honestly, I don't know. So they, they must have, I don't know how many first rounders they have this year. Um, they definitely have the first overall pick. And uh, I don't know who's going first overall. Owen Power, Luke Hughes, one of those guys. Uh, but, I mean, we'll have to see. How about game six last night, though, going back to the playoffs? It was, I, I love watching games that are in Vegas. <laughs> like that crowd, the energy there. Yep. It's just so much fun. I was I was listening to you know who Dana White is, the president of the UFC. Yes. Yeah. So I was that was they, the NHL posted like a video of him like they had like an interview with him and he was like, dude, it's insane the amount of people that are Vegas Golden Knights fans in Vegas. He was like, this team is like like three years old and it it seems like this team has been like woven into the fabric of Vegas like it's been like a here like a hundred years. So like the the amount of like like the crazy fan base that they have is is so awesome to see, especially because they're so new, uh, and and their arena is just electric. I'm sure. So I definitely want to go there one day, see how those games are, because I'm that sure, be especially cool. a playoff game. That would be cool. Yeah. Oh, um, just one last point: the Rangers had a first round pick this year. They traded their second round pick in the stall deal to the Red Wings. But they have two third-round picks. Remember when we traded VZ to free up some cap space assigned for Panarin? We traded him for a third-round pick. And we also have three fourth-rounders. We got one from Ottawa, and then we got one from the Kings. The Kings one we got for Lemieux, and the one from the Senators we got for Mesnikov. Um, I'm confident in the Rangers scouting department. They've made some pretty pretty good picks in the past few years uh in the especially in the later rounds we had hunter skinner and who just signed a, a professional contract with the rangers now i believe he signed an ahl contract and uh before the the season ended and he was playing with the wolf pack but now he's signed his big boy co- his uh his entry level <laughs> contract. not the big boy contract that's that's a little that's a little <laughs> not good for that. um he signed that one and then uh we also had Nils Lundqvist sign recently, the first overall pick, the last of the three first overall picks from their first rounder picks from 2018 sign. And he was more of a reach when we drafted him. Uh, not too many people knew about him. I didn't at all. 
just the only thing I knew about him is his name was the same as Henry. <laughs> we probably took him just because of that. <laughs> yeah. And you know what? He looks like he's going to be a pretty good player. So let's, let's see what happens. The right side is going to be stacked next year. We're going to have Truba. We're going to have Fox, Keon, uh, not Keandre, uh, Nils Lundqvist pretty soon. I think Braden Schneider's a righty too. Yeah, he might come up too. We we have um, we have Tarmo Reuninen. That's yeah. The Matthew Rock. Oh no, he's lefty. Never mind. Yeah, Hunter Skinner, Nils Lundqvist, Braden Schneider. Those are all right-handed defensemen. That's going to be interesting. Looking good. Looking good. Let's see what happens on in that on that front. Zach Jones is a lefty. Okay, so we'll have to see. We'll, we'll have to see what happens on that front. Um, you have anything else to add? Uh, I wanted to add one thing. Uh, so hope you guys are liking the report cards on Instagram. If you haven't seen them, it's at the boys in blue uh, on Instagram. Uh, we're posting one pretty much every day. Um, so if you disagree with the grades, me and Joey worked on them together based on uh, a couple stats we saw, as well as like kind of like what we are kind of like personal opinion on it. So you disagree let us know in the comments <laughs> um but most of you have been pretty um okay with the grades so far uh we haven't gotten too many controversial ones yet <laughs> so um but hope you guys are liking them and we'll continue to to show them out all right yeah uh stay tuned for more guys thanks everyone for tuning in stay tuned for more new york rangers info by visiting boysandblue94.com and our instagram at the boys and blue 94 see you all next time you can't stay here I know